0: To them, if there's a, I don't even know if there's a rating mechanism or comments or anything, but, but put that on there. So far, copy it's all wild and paste left. your comment you've already definitely made on iTunes and put it over there on Google Music. Um, and you don't need an iPhone or an Android to do it. Uh, just go to music.google.com, and you probably all have Google accounts and you can get into it. So um, go, go do that. Support that, and especially support, please support this show as well. Uh, also, YouTube.com/slash Wrestling Mayhem Show and the Facebook page, the Facebook group for Wrestling Mayhem Show. Videos are being shared on there. Of the shows, and thank you to our Patreon subscribers, of which I'm trying to find a list, but I know who's always there. That's first of all the WrestlingRevolution.com. Mr. Garza from El Paso is is is, is the longtime Patreon supporter. Thank you so much for that. Also, um, um, oh, oh, oh almost forgot. Bo, diggity, woo. woo. Ooh, uh, uh, help us with the show um, or, So I'll say it like that The Jennifer and Matthew Carlin's um, Foundation for Podcast Betterment Ed Burke And I don't know if the fifth person is Alex Cars or Matt Mike So I'm just going to roll with both of them Thank you so much guys I'm pretty sure it's Alex <laughs> so I, I, they, I'm so sorry, Patreon changed things And they buried like the list and I can't really? easily bring it up anymore. And I just noticed the number was different, so I haven't been able to um, um check that out. So apologies for that. Um, so somebody got extra, extra notified. Um that's okay, they're part of the show, anyways. Uh but and also you can drop a slime at uh good times.
1: Good times. Good times. Good times.
0: Thank you. Good times at dot 412-206-WMS0. And you join us here live at com with the chat room and the live stream and the stuff we don't talk about on the show. All right, let's get into it, into the show. Um, it was a very, you know, we've been very astonished lately at Monday Night Raw and how things have gone. The Shane O'Mac factor, the uh, new faces factor. And, um... I noticed last night, did anybody else notice how much they were saying arrival last night on Monday Night Raw? Um In fairness, no.
2: I do not pay attention to commentary. <laughs> you don't,
0: you don't, but I was I was well, I was watching I was watching Raw at thirty thousand feet, so I well, was go. very much um um you know paying attention to the commentary That's which really actually aware. what's that?
2: Sensory aware. Yes, Mega. yes
0: the the elevation does not elevate all of the commentary, but it definitely um, <laughs> makes me have to pay attention to it. Um, but uh, but still, uh, so I, I watched the first raw that way. Caught up with the second half of it. Um, very 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 right on the dot. An hour and a half into it, actually. Um, uh, caught up the rest of it this morning, and again, you know, kind of, kind of catching up more than I usually do on, on commentary, but. And I don't know if they've been doing this in the past, because I I'll watch a lot like you guys and maybe not so much attention to the commentary. Um but I think they're very much acknowledging that this is this is the NXT era Absolutely. of Raw. Absolutely. And if you look at Up yeah. and Down, I mean I mean what do you think?
1: I think Bert? so. I mean um you know, the the presence is there. I think give any card on either Raw or SmackDown or, or Mania or any pay per view. Uh, or whatever the, you know, the, whatever, the, what's the terminology now? They're not pay-per-views anymore, Special events, right? Yeah. On the network. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, every match has an NXT alumni on it or, or, or multiple at the very right. least one. Right. And, and right. that's, and that's, you know, a testament to what they've been able to do and relatively quickly with the, the NXT brand, with the performance center, with bringing people up. And a lot of those people, you know, there it come, you know, with the factory installed ability, but, um, it just goes to show you how quickly they can adapt and ramp up everybody with the WWE style, and I think it's it's a very welcome change because you know yeah, there's always a buzz post mania in terms of you know, the reset button and, and getting everything on board, but here it seems even more fre- fresher than usual with all the different uh, uh, the different energies that are out there. Not just performers, not just characters, but I'm noticing the energies. It's a different yeah. energy with each of the each of the performers.
2: And it, it also just feels like a completely different format to the show. Mm-hmm. Like if obviously it's still a three hour show and it's in that sense it's the same sort of format. But um, like my favorite stuff from last night, I love the, like that they did that Apollo Crews video. Like that they never do they never do like comp, like videos just to showcase like a a talent or, or give a closer look at somebody. Which I think would be so useful and NXT's proven that you know, those things are super useful. Right.
1: And the, only, um, the only time they do those do those things are to hype them up before they debut. They never right. do it three or four weeks into a guy's you know, tenure.
2: Mm-hmm. It's refreshing, though, and it brings exactly. up some of the stuff, you know, that you have in, like, a three-hour show. Like, I think that's nice, and I wish they'd do more of that. Um, but it's not even just the, being, like, actual performers themselves, just what they're doing with them. The whole, you know, the fact that we didn't go for the obvious choices in that tag title tournament, right. and now Enzo and Cass are wrestling the Vought Villains in the finals, like, yeah. which I don't think a lot of people expected. Um, and, and, even the and, stuff... Or go ahead.
0: And guaranteeing somebody different will face the New Day right. in the end, yeah, right? And, yeah, and they
2: beat like, the two established teams in, like, the Dudleys and the Usos. Right. Like, I I think that you know those are the two teams that they always go to. Constantly.
1: Am I am I the only person? And I I never I'm never won the fantasy book. But am I the only am I the only person who sees the Bullet Club getting involved in that final, and them being the ones to face the New Day? I know they're currently involved in the Reigns and AJ Styles thing and and, and that. But am I seeing that? Because I, I, I think they can, I, I, think it's, they can save the Villains down the road. They can definitely save Enzo and Cass down the road. That's something you build towards. Enzo, Enzo's promos against the New Day are going to be off the chain. But right. I think it's something they could do right now immediately. Bullet Club and New Day. Fresh. I mean, very fresh, of course. But I think it's something they could definitely do right now. It's a I, whole lineup. That's my, that's my dark horse pick for what's going to happen yeah. going forward.
2: Yeah. But also, I mean, going to that whole like, NXT kind of style of Raw now. Uh, obviously, they weren't NXT, but the fact that like one of the top stories right now in Raw is the whole AJ Styles and Bullet Club stuff, right. which is something that obviously they are directly saying it's the Bullet Club, but they to mention somebody's past history and in, in that it's been completely done in another company, yeah. is so different for them. Yeah, exactly. Well, even
0: even a little bit. I've been I've been thinking about that when they were uh, was watching the main event I think last night, and they was they were referencing the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn. Storied history that's mm-hmm. happened for so long, and realizing if you want the rest of that history, you need to go buy some ring of honor DVDs right, you know exactly. like like if you yeah. really want to like yeah. I, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm thinking about it every time they reference back to I think of that
3: yeah.
0: uh ladder war uh show that they did, which was like the the ender of their feud right yeah, which again is a little bit of and if you were somebody that knows what that is. You have that little bit of insider tick, like it's a little bit of, um, again, you know, randomly I've been watching some like, um, WCW around when Hogan came in and a bunch of basically a bunch of WWF guys were coming in right uh, to WCW and they would still reference all the stuff they they've done and now they're here sure like and WWE's doing that like yeah. just like WCW in well, 1993.
1: I think you know it's it's obviously a different time. It's 23 years later, but right it, it's it's WWE Universe meets the Universe. Right. And, and you realize in the times that we're in, you know, it's not that it's not that big a leap. You say, "Oh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have this long history. It's not that big a leap to okay, that's neat." Go on your laptop. Go on your phone. Do whatever. Go on your tablet and say, okay. Well, you no. Know, Google Saint Kevin Evans. Google, Google Sammy Zane, YouTube it. Wikipedia it. You, you, you know, it's literally you're a minute away from the entire history and as you want to consume. Mm-hmm. it.
0: And, and it's throwing a bone to you know, obviously guys like Ring of Honor, Evolve, IWC, RWA are exactly. like, hey. Corey Graves, he was here, right? You know, hey, right. this guy, he was here, right? The Lugan Chulo, the Drifter, uh, Elias Samson was here, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. So that still referencing something th- something like that throws a bone to like a Ring of Honor.
1: I remember there was a uh, this is slightly off topic, but also very much on topic. I remember uh, back when Beth Phoenix was debuting in mm-hmm. the WWE, and, mm-hmm. and she was going through developmental at that, that time OVW, and she was a valet in OVW, but also you know going through the motion, the, the, the performance to, to be a, uh, performer in the WWE, we got notification. I think it was Drew Lazario had notified us that, Hey, there's a chance they might be using her video with at the time, Alexis Lurie became Mickey James, uh, for that video, the, the stuff that like I was doing commentary on, like that could be used. I mean, never, no, never, never came to fruition, but mm-hmm. you know, there was that sort of thing. So, I mean, they were doing it even back in 2005, 2006, the, the seeds are being planted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that's, you know, that, 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 that reference like that, you know, it, it's, uh, it's interesting. And well, even to the point where it wasn't, well, there was a tweet last week about uh, matches from, was it progress? Got oh, announced.
2: Well, progress, Cause they're both hosting um, global qualifying right,
0: right. matches Right. And what an interesting way to do that and obviously what revolution pro i know we've seen a lot of uh footage mm. uh, especially when it comes to like you don't see new japan stuff when no. in, in, when uh baylor and nakamura came in it's revolution pro in the uk right yeah um i, I thought it was always kind of interesting obviously there's already a relationship there so I, I imagine they'll probably get some of these uh things as well but um and, and progress is not somebody i've heard a lot of
1: right absolutely and, and that you're getting that now for the first I mean you know, it, it's been there but now you're getting it you know it's almost like a you know wash my wash your hand I'll wash your, you know you wash mine and, and it's you know is it Triple H is doing is that something else I mean it's not Vince's mm-hmm. but is that you know is that the, that influence coming in that finally acknowledge that yes there are other groups they're not a threat to take over anything anytime soon but they can at least build at least build to yeah. our story these different ancillary right. groups from all around
0: there's um a little bit of a Foreshadowing for Indie Mayhem show this this week, but we uh, uh, had the Matt Carlin's actually had a chance to talk with Booker T at the IWC uh, Meadville show. Ah. that's going to be on uh, on on this week's show. Very nice. And he did discuss a little bit about you know, and, and this is this is a common you know discussion of you know there was the territories and everybody was ready for prime time by the time they got to prime time TV with WWE or WCW or wherever the case was, and like this um, idea that these uh, indies. You know, again, we've talked about a long time. Maybe there should be a different name for all these. Um, Are to the point where they are giving guys like a Kevin Owens slash Steen or a uh, Sami Zayn slash El Generico question (laughs) mark? You know, the seeds to just roll right in and right up to a match with John Cena within like three months, right? Absolutely. Um, Or AJ And why why shouldn't
2: they? Yeah, exactly. Built this reputation. Right. And they've built this selling point. I mean, Kevin Owens, you know, not only you know, yeah, he, you know, people on the Indies knew who he was, but like he came into WWE, and I, I'd have to you know check the numbers and stuff like that. But he, I would bet he's one of like the top merchandise
0: sellers. Yeah,
2: oh sure. Sure. Like
0: I can't tell you how many Kevin Owens T-shirts I see in indie wrestling shows, and that's yeah. what, that's
1: what counts. the the that's what counts. Even on television too. Just look at the crowd on on TV. I mean, you yeah. see you see the New Day shirts. You see Kevin Owens. You don't see as many Cena as before. I know it was a Big E that sent the tweet yesterday about uh, New Day's they were the top
2: sellers. Just, at, uh, top sellers
1: on Mania weekend was the New Day. New Day merch was a top seller. Wow. Yeah, on WrestleMania weekend
0: of a hundred thousand. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we've been splitting
0: three ways. They're kinda of doing okay right yeah, they're now. They're doing right? okay by themselves. Good for Kofi. Right. You know, in the long run. Good for Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> good for Kofi. Good for Kofi. Finally, Stick though. it and, with them. And absolutely. they say it
2: themselves. They're selling, you know, unicorn horns and boxes of cereal. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like but you know, they've sold it because of their work and because right. of well, the well, stuff we, that they
1: put into their actual was a biggie character. Was it Biggie yeah. that said thank you for wearing phalluses on your head? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the exact phrase that was that was used, which is funny because on a quasi PG yeah, ask yeah. related tweet to actually say yeah, that. There's a lot of hip gyrating What's, happening. I,
0: I don't know about the PG ask. No, oh, but, but you I'm know. saying like
1: fallacies on your head and I think it was like, well, "Thank you for wearing fallacies on your head and, and and buying theoretical cereal or something like that." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, 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 not to make this like a transition to this and the "Oh, let's talk about Robin Reign's strain." But um, I I honestly would really love to look at the numbers and see how women ranks on, on merch selling yeah. compared to guys like The New Day, guys like Kevin Owens.
0: Right, you
2: know, right. Well, like I honestly would like to see
0: that. Well, that was interesting. I, and I know several of us here on this show listen to We Watch Wrestling, I think was where I heard this conversation. Because they talked about – I think that's where they talked about how many shirts are in the audience. Regardless of what you hear from the crowd, mm-hmm. there are still – a lot of Roman Empire shirts Absolutely. out there. You Absolutely.
1: Know? <laughs> yeah, you know I, I don't doubt that at all.
0: But John Cena's the same one. Right. You know.
1: Especially with kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know. Roman is a little more cross-generational, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you got dudes rocking it. You know, you got kids rocking it. You got the ladies rocking it because cause he's so dreamy, you know. Uh, Honestly, you know? I
4: think it's also a design thing too because some people like designs and they're like that's a pretty cool design on Roman Reigns name and I mean because I mean I like Seth Rollins stuff when he was on his own and before the injury and stuff I'm like this is a bad guy yeah I'm like yeah I I like the way that shirt looks or this that and the other and it's kind of like what Bert and I talked about earlier it's not almost like a bad guy good guy thing it's
2: it's like the fans like it for
0: the style. Yeah. Represent. You know, I, think, style. I think
2: another, I think another part to that as well is that like, um, uh, quantity, like uh, Kevin Owens has only been in the WWE, like what, like maybe a year and a half. Yeah. About and least. he's, had, I would say he's had like 10 different t-shirts at least. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, uh, new days had like five or six now. Like,
3: yeah.
2: It's, I, I think the fact that they're turning out new stuff, I couldn't tell you, of Roman Reigns T-shirts,
1: other than the, the one he's wearing currently, right? Like, it, it, it's it, I, I, there's still like some Shield like crossover because that's the the gear he had forever. But
0: it, it is the spiritual successor, right? I mm-hmm. mean, he's kind of right. adapted it and mm-hmm. evolved it a little bit. But he's like, like he's like, well, I love the Shield, and that's still the Shield guy, yeah. you know? Right? Like, like yeah. to to the super super casual fan that doesn't even know all the wrestlers' names, right. which are, let's be honest,
1: <laughs> most of them little- they, they exist.
0: Yeah, no, the, the, that's, that's
1: they're the not most as hardcore so. as us.
0: No, 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 no. That's that's the point .5 that keeps swinging back and forth from week to week in, right. the, in the ratings, you know, or and actually even more so. It's probably actually a, probably fuller to a, to a full point, you know, well, right. wrestling. You know, like if some people are just tuning in because, oh, it's wrestling. Yeah, the, the Simone guy and the guys with the unicorn horns and, and this that you goes know? back to casting, which is me when I'm watching hockey. <laughs> that guy the number number one of these is sid, right. C- sid crosby right? Right. right 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 okay and that, goes back, oh, and that yeah.
1: goes back that goes back to the casting discussion that yeah it's just it's, it's a glorified casting well,
0: well actually we didn't i don't think we had that here on the we had show it offline yet but that'll go back so to yeah. well, let, let's tell you what i let's let's have that further discussion okay but first of all i want to give shouts out shouts out you know we don't got well we do have merchandise on the show but we do. We also have sponsors. Yes. And while we may not have Skittles, we do have Slice on Broadway. Ooh. Our good friends of Slice on Broadway, mm. excellent pizza, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the finest pepperoni pizza. Um, now at PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, you can check out at dot com down there at the PNC Park in their new home, as well as the old school first location along the theoretical tracks at the top of the hill here at Beachview uh there's construction um and uh and and the Carnegie PA down on the Main Street there in the Pittsburgh area uh if you're around and we talked to somebody that was involved in 3D printing from Peacemaker Technologies earlier today on Awesome Cast here on the live stream. And, uh, and so maybe someday someday they'll partner with Slice on Broadway, two Pittsburgh Originals, and they'll be able to 3D print, fax you a slice of pizza so you can get it too. Uh, in the meantime, you're going to have to come up here or you can hit up on Twitter and tell them, thank you for supporting the Wrestling Mayhem show over there. PGH underscore Slice on Twitter, Slice on Broadway on the Facebook and the Instagram. Let them know the mayhem sent you all right let's get into this casting discussion uh, that,
1: that that You brought this up and
0: before the show. you're expecting me to
1: leave this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, 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 <laughs> because it's a
0: different way of thinking. Because I.
1: You, I and, and, and you put it. Coming from me. Oh, huh? wow. <laughs> Shocker. Coming from this guy. Shocker. But no, what was. what was? <laughs> uh, give, me, give me the basis. Well, of a lot this. of the times, the IWC, you know, one of the big complaints. And, and, and and, IWC, the internet wrestling. Yeah, not the not, not 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 the, not international, IWC, international, not the international wrestling car, cartel. cartel, right? Not that. No, 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 no. Yes. The internet yes um That's, I, the internet that's why I almost never
0: use that term on the show. Right, right, right. Because we are involved with the
1: yes, IWC those, C- not that I and
0: see. the IWC, but not the IWC watches. Right,
1: right, right. But, um... <laughs> but um, Pain in my ass! <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> but one of the big complaints that, that seems to happen a lot is, oh, so-and-so gets buried, so-and-so, they're not pushing so-and-so, and the argument is, you know, well, how come this person isn't champion? How come this person isn't over? How come this person's not the top guy? And I think the arrivals that have come in the, um, in the past few weeks really speak to the WWE, more so than other wrestling groups, more so than you know, the, the TNAs or the, the Globals or the you know, Ring of Honors or anything, as a casting agency. It's a glorified casting agency. It's a glorified casting call. Um, you know, we don't want the, the necessarily the top wrestlers, but we want guys that fit the roles we want to have happen. Do we want to have a uh you know a a a powerhouse who just fights for the kids and fights for what's right, the hustle, loyalty, respect? Yes we do. There's John Cena. Do we want to have a uh you know tough, brooding uh you know, Polynesian Samoan to uh, just go in there and kick some ass? Yes we do. That's Roman Reigns. Uh three happy black guys, New Day. Uh, no, but but seriously, it's 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 casting more so than the performers rising to the top. And one of the things that I like to do when I'm when I'm doing independent wrestling, especially promos, when helping people find their character and helping people develop their character, is ask them on an independent level. Well, why are you here? What's your purpose here at this federation tonight? What's your purpose in this match? And you know they'll tell me, but it's, it's all about finding your character. It's different in the WWE because that character has already been ascertained and assigned to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I think that's where the difference lies. Is that you know, you're not feeling this, you're not the best wrestler in the independent circuit, rising to the top of WWE, leveling right. up. You are the best wrestler for the role they need at that given time.
0: And also, there's a little bit of 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 adaptation too, because mm-hmm. there's also yeah, we need a role that's this thing, and then what do you bring to that role? Right. You can look at what can at, you
1: do that takes it to a different different direction. Right.
0: I mean, look at look at the pitch, the initial pitch, and this is I know an interstitial that pops up on on uh, WWE Network from time to time, talking about the Mankind character. Right. And kind right. of then what did fully Mason, the mutilator, right. Mason the mutilator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then what did he bring to that character, you know, right. that made it mankind and then it evolved over the years, right. and over the years, um, undertaker. Right. I mean,
1: or, yeah. Undertaker or, or the, you know, the example, just of the new day. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, they've talked about the, the, the story of the meeting with Vince and Vince said, Oh, you should be preachers. They knew it would die on the vine, but then what they did, they used their personal, you know, charisma their personal ability to get that over in a way that nobody would have foreseen
0: and, and i don't you know we're looking at new day now but do you guys remember when new day first came out yeah they were, you, it they, was, they, they nobody, were dead in the water dead no, in the water nobody knew yeah, no, yeah. nobody knew what to do they're like okay all right, all right okay this is interesting and we're just like well there, there, there goes these guys yeah you know they're done and i don't yeah. know what it took i don't know what what they did you know, other than just them persevering and carrying on when people didn't care. Power positivity. Yeah, power positivity, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, they gave them the chance to move with it. And there it goes. Absolutely. You well,
2: know? Do you think, because um, I think, uh and I'm not always the biggest as a Blade uh, CM Punk fan, uh, hmm. but I remember when he was talking about sort of the New Day's rise and stuff like that and when they grew in popularity, about how he mentioned the fact that you can one of the best things is you, you can tell. Yeah, at that point when they really started to get, you know, get over his faces, the fact that they didn't care almost, but in a good—not that they didn't care, but they didn't care, you know, what people were going to think about what they said. Right, they right. were just going to go out and say right. some stuff and that they thought was funny, and you know, get over. Right. You know. We're going, yeah, I think that's important.
0: We're going back to... It feels like we're finally going back to the extensions of ourselves. Right, exactly. Exactly. You know? and that's, what,
1: mm-hmm. that's what's always worked. That's, right. what, always that's worked. what I
2: love about like, a Kevin Owens. Right. Like, right. like, randomly, I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but I guess during the commercial break on, on Raw where... Lillian announce that they'll be back or whatever for SmackDown or whatever, and Kevin Owens just grabs the microphone from her and says, "And I'll be there too!" And all the crowd cheers. <laughs> <laughs> like just in a commercial break, right. like, not even right. something that people would see on TV. Like, right?
0: right. It, it, being a personality—that's the whole point of this game—is right. what we're watching, right. you know. And I think, I think there, you know, you mentioned something to this. There was a lot of formula. Mm -hmm. you know like okay we do this and we do this so it's the third hour that means something like this is gonna happen i think a diva's match goes here you know and and it was very pain by numbers and we as long time watchers to see it and then the you know the uh guys with the unicorns um Samoan bass guy i don't even know their names this Hulk Hogan's Mm -hmm. still in this anymore are like this is this is the same as i saw last week i'm gonna flip over to um gotham i don't know you know, whatever on Mondays and, anymore. And
1: that leaves that leaves the room for the, you know, it, because it is personality driven. It's entirely personality driven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think you know, for me as a as a fan watching it, I'm much more into the personalities. I'm much more into the mic work, the charisma, the whole package than I am the actual in-ring product.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I a 20-minute match bores the hell out of me. It it does. Even even the, the story they try to tell. You know, that's why I, I I've never been able to really get in the ring of honor and all the other things entertain me. Yeah. I, me laugh. Uh, yeah, because
2: I'd argue and, I, and not to knock Ringwander, but I don't think they're telling stories like WWE's character telling with right. no. some of the people that have been in Ring of in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's an important aspect of it. Uh, I, I agree completely with the whole aspect of like like you mentioned about how best would be to fill a role so, so to speak. And I think about when um when Shachi was actually last on the show, and I remember <laughs> he brought up a really good point about um the fact that the everyone on the roster is basically still being listed as independent contractors by WWE. And when they're considered, in the sense of general work speak, when you hire a contractor instead of an employee, you're not hiring them to to sort of do this and this and this and this and this. You're hiring them because they're an expert in a certain position that you need filled.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. That's a great point.
2: And I think that's why people like the new day and Kevin Owens and to a level, even like a Cesaro and guys like that are starting to shine because they're allowed more freedom. I, at least it seems to kind of try new things and do what they know will get over.
0: Mm-hmm. I see that wheels. Uh, what, what do you think?
4: I was just, I mean, just the way Eamon was talking about that. I was sitting there thinking about Like you said, the Cesaro's and Owens and all them. They're honestly they're getting to be what they were on the indies with a little bit of a WWE touch. Yep, and I mean, and that's what the crowd is in into. They don't want the cookie cutter WWE wrestler or sports entertainer. They want their indie wrestler, and that's what they're getting with the Owenses and uh, even the Styles now. I mean, and the Bullet Club. Well, not the Bullet Club in the name, but just gallows and anderson and a lot of these guys are being able to be there in the cells with like i said that in with the wwe twist
1: right and he, gallows is a great example because he was there for what three four five years you know as festus and then you know the the, the, the Straight Edge society luke gallows I think
0: this is, is officially his
1: third character right I mean, Secondly? Uh, fourth uh, fourth two and if you and have half. A mass cane. Fake Cain, yeah, fake fake cane, of course. Fourth. Fourth, right. But, but
0: but to be fair, how many how many gimmicks did Cain have before Cain? Oh,
1: exactly. Exactly. And and, and actually
0: yeah. still right. how many since Cain yeah. Virgins of Cain right, right, Corporate Cain, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: But I mean, yeah, for somebody like him, I mean, this is for Gallus, you know, this is a, a revival source for him. I mean, you know, who would have thought that after a strange society that he would have been back here for any reason? You know, and and here he finds his you know, finds his voice, finds himself in Japan as part of the bullet club, and now he's harder than he's ever been, more over than he's ever been before. He doesn't need anybody else to do it mm-hmm. but himself.
2: Yeah, and he's kind of almost I I mean, obviously it's too early to say, but he's almost made because of that reputation that he's built in Japan. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, to where, you know, look back to when he was in the streeted society, you know, could if if he wasn't able to execute or if he wasn't able to get over enough. They could have easily let, let him go, and obviously they did. Mm-hmm. So I think now he's in this comfortable place now where, okay, I have this reputation now. I'm over in a sense. Right. Now
1: I can that, kind of have a bit more That feedback. doesn't exactly work for people like Tensai. But for, for Gallows, it was, it was it's but, perfect. But
0: he went and did that thing. Like Tensai went and did that thing right. in, in Japan and made a name for himself over there. Exactly. Which got their attention to get him back there. And now, I mean, now he's where he's at. Oh, yeah. And, he also, and now like, he's where he belongs. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. as a yeah. trainer,
1: he's he's a great mind for the business. Exactly. Exactly. Even yeah. though but keep in mind, he
2: also didn't come
0: back as Giant
3: Bernard. Right.
1: He came right. back as his Tensai. Tensai. Right. Yeah. His, a now. riff on his. You know, but the,
0: the Giant Bernard is what got their attention. Just like I still think AJ Styles would never have been signed to WWE coming straight from impact wrestling of course not. or yeah. he would have never no, had he would have never not. had the I'm sorry impact of um
2: uh, I see what you did there
0: no I was saying it anyways and then I realized um <laughs> uh, you know coming from 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 a tna because it'd be like well who's this guy that was in the lesser I'm, I'm using, I'm using, I'm,
1: using a, I'm using a pejorative term here but but in their in their perception you know he, the Japan thing got the TNA stink off him, or the impact right. stink off slash him. Slash RH, Right, yes. which, yeah, slash RH, Which is
0: something they have a good... I mean, again, right. one of my favorite, favorite, favorite nights of wrestling was watching him and Matt Seidel do that match in West Virginia. That was the televised match. That was like a half an hour. Right. You know, um, it was just one of my favorite, favorite nights of wrestling. Yeah.
1: And if you want to sign somebody directly from uh, Ring of Honor and TNA, look, with, look where Samoa Joe is. Right. And yeah. that's exactly, and that, that's your right. parallel. There's your parallel if you don't go to Japan.
0: And, and if you're Samoa Joe, you're like, well, I'm in WWE. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, you made it. You know, why, wa- you know, I, I think, you know, it's okay not being on the, right. and that's the whole other third question. Like right. guys like Finn Balor saying, "No, I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be right here." Yeah, I want. Yeah. This is the exciting place to be. Bailey said that to do something. Who said that? Bailey said that. Bailey too. Bailey said
1: that too. In so many words, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean they they they, they are building a brand down there, mm-hmm. and uh, and it just came out that Finn Balor is the longest title holder. Yep. In yep. NXT, NXT, yep, ever, um, which short history but significant. Right. He's.
4: Well, they said developmental history. So um, they're probably figuring O-B-W. their, what, the uh, uh, Florida, Florida championship. Florida.
0: Florida championship. W- and I think OVW was a name that was dropped in that conversation as well. So,
4: yeah, that. so, I mean, that's that's pretty good. And it's like, you look at Austin Aries is now down there. You got, like mm-hmm. we said, Joe, Bauer. A lot of those guys that were in these different places are enjoying, in our eyes, that's the developmental slash feeder to the main roster, but right. they're enjoying it down there almost more than they would being on the main roster.
0: Right, because if you're just developing that place to be the feeder, then it's going to feel like the feeder. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just like it, 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 like like Superstars is developed to be the thing where we put Raw highlights and, right. and a Stardust match. Yours is like, why do I tune into this? You know, it's not a destination thing. I know it's not particularly probably meant to. It's it's meant to be another distribution to get you in. It's another door into the WWE product. Right. Not a thing for me to catch up what the heck Zack Ryder's been up to. Exactly. Right. So... Um. All right, guys. Great conversation here. Uh, I'm sure we'll be having this for a good while, actually. So um, let me know. Let's know what you think about this uh, kind of state state of WWE, um, this NXT influence, this casting idea that, that Bert has brought up here on the show. Um, I'm really kind of looking looking forward to see what you guys think of that as well. Uh, so, uh, hey, we're going to take a look at uh, uh, another another story from our 10 year anniversary party at Looking for Group Pittsburgh, uh, our great friends that hosted that party back in January, and we'll be right back with a big question. Wait for the perfect time
2: uh, I first got into The Mayhem Show because, I think it was around 2008, I was getting into like forums and wrestling-related stuff on the internet, and uh, I was following another group of people that were doing a sort of podcast sort of thing on TalkShoot, and I had saw and seen um, sort of the related podcasts and stuff like that, and I listened to an episode of The Mayhem Show, uh, audio only, where DJ Lunchbox and Dr. Everybody rummaged through like some like box in, in in wherever they were podcasting and found like cat pills and a bunch of random like cartoon based stuff and I had no idea what was happening they didn't talk about wrestling for the first hour and then I had to figure out what I was listening to so I discovered more and that's kind of how it happened
0: hey guys it's wrestling mayhem show and it's time for the big question. And I think I got a good one here. I did not give these guys a heads up. It just kind of sparked in my head when we're talking about uh, the next generation, right? We're talking about people coming up, replacing, kind of making things fresh. And there's one guy that's been around, not the longest, but the most prominently the longest, I think. And that guy is Michael Cole. And we're seeing a lot of new faces. We have Byron Saxon. We got Renee Young uh, hanging out. We have... Uh, I keep remembering. Rollo Rallo. Rallo Mario, Mar- Mario. 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 I want to call him Mario.
2: Mario Ronaldo. Thank Mario <laughs> Ronaldo.
0: I love him. He's awesome. And I love that they gave him his own kind of like pump up video that I, I, I've seen. I think on the network, was it? Where there was like everybody talking to him from This Week in Wrestling. Right. This Week in WWE. Um, so out of all these kind of names and faces coming through who do you think becomes that next michael cole out of all those not to mention Corey graves tom phillips all oh, right you know there's a lot although you know it, it, there's a lot of names out there it really voice talent has been freshened up a lot there's even a secondary uh lillian garcia yeah there's, a second,
1: there's a second wave there and i think that's yeah. i mean it, it's 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 ripe for the taking and and right now again you talk about roles yeah you know, Michael Cole. You know, we all take him or leave him in terms of commentary. But again, for the exact role that the WWE needs, mm-hmm. he is the perfect guy for it. And, and, and I think that's because mm-hmm. it's, it's not quite. It's not. It's not. You know, Jr. Part Two. He's not Jr. No. But for what he's the less da- of
0: a character. But he's, for what
1: the WWE needs, he is the tra- yeah. He's the straight man. He's the traffic director. The, the, everybody else bounces off him. The in, the in ring action bounces off him. JBL bounces. Saxton bounces. It's all about you know he keeps everything centered, mm-hmm. you know with you know it's you know as a fan you have a certain kind of criticism. Oh man, he keeps bur- he keeps burning those Twitter feeds and you know then before that was tout, right he keeps burning mm-hmm. tout and, uh, and but but he's the hype but he, man. he is the hype man he's he is, a he's a pro wrestling hype man he's when the you're hype in that man he, he's the one who tells stories and he's the one who I mean literally brings the action to you
0: mm-hmm. if someone
1: if someone you know I'm watching you know, I watch every week of course and I know what's going on and I follow what's going right. on and. I'm knee deep in social media about and all the other things. But if someone walks up next to me, sits down next to me, never seen Rob before, He's the guy that's talking to that person. Uh,
0: Michael Cole is, uh, you know, uh, 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 comic books have a lot of times, especially in, in Marvel comic books, that first page is completely dedicated to this is what's been happening, this is who's important in this, this, right. is, this so right. you have a primer before picking up that issue instead of like right. like a lot of times they do it kind of in the back dialogue and stuff like that, right? right. Exactly. Because there's that that philosophy of. That every comic could be somebody's first comic, right? Exactly. Every episode of Raw could be the first, or the first back, or the first scene in the sky, and he's the one that says. I mean, that's why you hear the same lines over and over again. Right. So and, they get that. And outcome. it's
1: not. And it's not. Obviously, I'm not comparing, you know, this to, to to Raw, but you know, whenever I do the commentary for RWA or or the VOW match, or whatever, I will, you know, for whatever audience watches it on DVD or stream, wherever, I'll pretend. In my head, that somebody's watching that for the first time, and I'm always, you know, I'm always cognizant of that. Even doing Reagan or something like that, you give me that look. But, no, but, no. But, I, but, but, but even Reagan that somebody there in the RWA audience is watching this for the first time. I, I, and you I, play I, to that person because everybody else is going to be there next month.
0: The look was um, of me thinking, explaining it as if you're explaining it to your grandmother.
1: That's perfect. That's a perfect yeah. analogy. You that know. really is. Like like and,
0: like I, and, I think of that with technology and, and kind of teaching a little bit too. Like you got to be like you got to be the most simplest like anybody can understand
1: this. right? And, and sometimes they take it to to extremes. I think the of one course. the one time I noted to nobody in particular because I was watching by myself, but it was still an, oh come on. Oh, no, you had your dog. Yeah, you your dog. Right. I, it, yeah, Tobias, yeah. Tobias was watching next to me, and one of the cats was too. But um, you know, it, it, the oh come on moment was I think it was in November or December. And Saxton said something to the effect of, well, the League of Nations is one of those dominant factions in WWE history. And they'd been together for like two weeks. <laughs> you know, But it, 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 telling stories, driving the point home, getting it over. But if somebody was watching next to me, they'll think, oh, wow, these League of Nations have been one of the dominant, most, most dominant factions in WWE history. They cater to the short memories, but it, it works for them because it gets their talking points across. And I think every time... Uh, you see an interview with Michael Cole in the real world, not the WWE canon, but in the real world. And that's one of the things that comes up. Oh, well you say this and you beat everything up. He does a masterful job of explaining what exactly goes on with Michael Cole during those shows. The fact that he has to be, he has to be the traffic cop with Vince and Hunter and everybody else yelling in his head at the whole, t- at the same time. And he's got nine different directives at at the minimum Every second of the show, and you're on live television doing that,
0: and get the sponsor, and mentioning this, and right, plug the Twitter, and and exactly. do this, and and this thing is coming up on the network. I exactly. mean, that's, and and
1: I, and I think for anybody anybody who ever doubted Michael Cole's ability, and anybody who ever um, you know bashed him or whatever, they got a wake up call. The show that Lawler has heart attack, and what 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 he yeah. could do, and because I mean, he is a broadcast journalist, and. and you know, he from Syracuse University, Milo mater. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. is he is a broadcast journalist first and foremost, and he has that experience in him to be to be live with the action. And for that for that position, like him or hate him, he is the perfect person in that role, and I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Mm-hmm.
0: So, who replaces him? Who replaces if, him
1: if that comes to pass?
2: I we I, mentioned it, but I hope Mar and all that. like. I think <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: obviously. But, Right. In that transition that we kind of mentioned in, in how the style of WWE's main roster seems to be going, I think he fits that perfectly. Um, I think he has the potential, obviously. I mean, because he's done sports casting before. I think yep. he has the, the potential to be a great narrator and a great sort of voice for the entire uh, organization. Right. Uh, I do think that he has... And it's not really his fault. I think it's sometimes the fault of the way his, his announce partners kind of react to him. But he kind of falls into that – um sometimes into – you know that period where Matt Stryker was doing a lot of commentary and he would make these references and people would think that he was kind of like being too – like too like wordy and they would always give him crap for that basically i really because like i really
1: like matt striker by the way i'm gonna go yeah, to record i, and I, love his, too. I, I me loved too. his commentary in on he's like, like, one of those like, and, and Lucha, but
2: like,
0: he's one of those like look, he gets excited because he's genuinely excited about it and exactly. it's infectious exactly but it yeah. makes me yeah. yeah i didn't
1: mean uh, to cut you people, off but i just want to make, make that point clear
3: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah it's just that a lot of his critics say like he talked over people's heads and stuff like that and and yeah, I guess that can be argued, but I think it's nice to have somebody that can deliver a level of emotion, which I, I'm not going to be the guy that likes Michael Cole, but I do think that that's what he lacks at times. Uh, and I think that's the one thing people loved about someone like a JR isn't just because he was this character, he was had this Southern accent and whatever, it was that he made you feel emotions through mm-hmm. it, what he was saying. Like, And I think that's so important. To not just, you know, wrestling matches even, but the overall show. If yeah. you can make somebody feel something, that's so powerful. And, mm-hmm. and I think Mauro is somebody that has that potential You uh, know, I agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree with that whole statement. Of, I mean, if you think of like the people like Bert, when you were doing commentary – when Church was gone, you're with Doc. Right. That mm-hmm. was a different type of chemistry together.
1: Yeah.
4: But I mean, when you have Doc <laughs> and Church together, it's like the Michael Cole and Bobby Heen, not right. well, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon type thing with them. So that's just like oh. one of those crazy moments of I like that chemistry. And right. with having three, Eamon said it perfectly, or I forget. If it was a you bird, that said, I blame our promoter
1: for uh, ruining that uh, vibe by not having me on commentary anymore, but I'm just
0: saying. (laughs) 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 you have a guest there. Have you relayed the, the, the big question to him, by the way? Does he have an answer that he'd like to share? Since since we're getting these uh, cameos on the video, <laughs> I mean, you might as well chime in uh, while we're at it.. Let
4: me ask that question to him then if, since it's a big. question. How was that big question again Sorg?
0: Uh, who, who would you see replace uh, Michael Cole?
4: Okay, who would you <laughs> <What>? see replacing <laughs> Michael Cole in the like on commentary like the newer type people of in the roles? Cause I know you watch a little bit of Raw.
3: Well,
4: I hate it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's well, not RWA. Know, I mean, could you see like, say Triple H or Vince no. came to RWA <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and said, "I want Doc or Church." Could you see them taking company. Any, company?
0: any company? Yes, RWA promoter Doctor Feelbad, by the way, yes. he is in is yeah. is in the background. <laughs>
4: Well, you you can be a long-winded answer that you're good for. I mean, hey, I don't
1: know. let me think about that. He does think about he says. It's
0: on the spot. He doesn't understand the concept. Does he listen to this show? No, he doesn't.
1: He'll answer next month. He'll answer next <laughs> month. Next <laughs> month. Next the West month. Newton Gymnasium. In the West Newton Gymnasium. You'll, you'll
4: answer that question next month at RWA.
1: That's right. If you want to hear the answer, you got to be there. Oh, oh,
4: oh. he just said not Burt Legrand.
1: Oh, oh, because oh. that means I leave him, and that means he needs me, and he doesn't want doesn't want to lose that, so he does not want me to be in the WWE. We'll believe that one, yeah, yeah, right, right,
4: right, All
0: right. It's called perception. <laughs> what about you, Bert? Who, who would you see uh, replacing?
1: I, I, I think Mario would be a good fit for you know for the here and now in terms of the voices we know and terms of the voices we, we trust. I think he'd be a good one. Like he even said, I mean. He's good with the hype. He's good with uh, just getting people involved, and you know mm-hmm. he's def- he definitely brings sort of a real sports vibe to it. And I know that's sort of you know it, it's counter to the sports entertainment vibe, but it's also the you know it's part of the overall presentation. If the SmackDown and the Raw are the shows that yes, they're the ones where you actually physically see the action, then you may as well have a guy who can treat it like action itself. And and if you have a guy that can call it and get into the emotion of the match, I think he's a great guy for it. I think he's a great voice for it. And uh, you know, and that's where you know the JBL and the Saxons come in and just sort of augment everything. I think it's a good, I think it's a good fit all the way around. Or in SmackDown's case, it's Lawler, yeah, you
0: know. right. And and for me, I, Morrow, I, 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 he does, he just kind of, kind of makes sense, and I can fe- see. The rest of them kind of filling in around that. Like maybe maybe the Tom Phillips, uh, Corey Graves combination mm-hmm. can move up to SmackDown. Because Lawler's not going to be around forever either. And don't
1: forget Rich Brennan, NXT. I, the, I think, the Rich I, Brennan, I yeah. He's, I mean, he, he's, he's a good next man up kind of thing for that, that straight man vibe that can you know, go both ways.
0: Yeah, certainly, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the chat uh, one com- uh, comment from Garza he says if it's not Morrow, then something went completely wrong <laughs> so so as long as Morrow isn't like smoking up with Adam Rose and, 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 and Victor from the Ascension uh, I think he'll be okay uh, you know that kind of thing so Morrow um, makes Smackdown washable Smackdown Smackdown's been washable with matches for a while it's been, it's I've been enjoyed a lot, it's been Smackdown a far more than Raw for the longer time than Raw
1: See, it won't, it won't but, be it won't be destination think, for me, but it, for, but if it's on, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think
2: I think watchable. Yes, it's still not necessary. You
1: know? Right. I mean? Oh no, right. absolutely not. Right.
0: I'm not sad if I miss it, but it's the. I mean, and again for me, it's nice. It's nice, a, it's it's nice, nice for it, <laughs> it to be there. Yeah, i right. like, oh, that was a good SmackDown. You know, right. I got to just grow out of bed on a Saturday, queue up my Hulu, and then and, and and watch watch an hour and a half of SmackDown. Right. You and, know?
1: It's not, and it's not. It, it's getting away from the Raw part two. And I yeah. think that's what I think that's the, the beauty of
0: it. But it's also the refresher was also John Cena is not all over the top of this thing, right? The usual people aren't all over. The main event of that was Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose before right. we marked out at it being the main event of Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think, and you would have a storyline around that instead of John Cena, whoever what authority, whatever, right? Right? It, it, it it's the it's the beast show that is. You know, like when Saturday nights, Saturday, uh, 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 what was the TBS show? Saturday main event. Uh, WWE Saturday night. Saturday night, like when that was still the watcher show and watchable show, and not the super jobber show that where we just talk about Nitro all night. You know, right. like, like, like that kind of thing. You know, and and I don't know. It's it's I think it's a, in the best spot it's been in years. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. A, I think it's in the best spot it's been since the brand split. Uh, Smackdown Six, yeah,
1: right, yeah, exactly.
0: So, all right, from there, we had. Uh, did everybody answer the big question? I think we got that through for everybody. Uh, for...
4: yeah, th- th- I got an answer from him. Okay,
0: okay. he
1: said
4: right. Wendy Bell.
1: She's available.
0: Wendy Bell, yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh strong. Um. Anyways, not. <sighs> nope. Um. Sorry, Eamon. We'll, we'll explain to that yeah. to you afterwards. Long story. It's yeah. not. Yes. Yeah, we're not getting yeah. into it on the show. Um, oh, no. No, no. Um, you guys can tweet it. But, anyways, um, so there was a shocking statement when we were off air. That's right. I'll own it. Burnt is bringing, Bert is bringing the, conversa- the the controversy to the show. Live. Live.
1: Or taped or, taped, or whatever. Whatever, whatever you choose plans. to watch it, dear viewer. To reiterate okay. what you had to say. And I actually mentioned this to you in the notes that I sent you a few weeks ago. When I was watching uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas before WrestleMania, and I saw the card, and it was a great card, great show. Mm -hmm. I saw a match between two guys I just don't get. And in in terms of character, in terms of motivations, it's two guys I just don't get. And it was also hailed by many as the match of the night, if not match of the year so far, four months into the year. That's Zayn and Nakamura. What are you waving at?
0: I'm trying to wave at somebody on the other end of the internet. Oh, don't worry about me. Do all your right.
1: thing. All through just all through the tubes. Um, but Zayn and Nakamura, I uh, <laughs> oh boy, all right, they're gonna come after me, aren't they? No, but, don't um, worry about it.
0: Don't worry about it. What are you doing? <laughs> you're waving. <and> boarding <laughs> tell the people. Alternate. Tell the people what you're doing. But don't worry Zane, about what i and Nakamura. I'm trying to get somebody's attention.
1: Are two people I just don't get. I don't understand the. I I don't. I watch Nakamura. I see, oh, he's the most charismatic person in ages. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I absolutely don't see it. I, I see he's flashy, but I don't get his character. I don't get his motivation. I don't get how he, you know, I don't get what he's fighting for. I don't get mm-hmm. what, same thing with Zane, but to a lesser extent. I mean, Zane, I know, is the plucky baby face always. And and I just don't get the, how do you expect to attain the top prize in the wwe vibe from him in terms of why are you here like i mentioned earlier in terms of like working with indie guys and promos why are you here what's your motivation in tonight's match
0: i would love to hear your conversation with nakamura over that oh yeah no i agree. i agree that should be a podcast yes it should I be a mean, podcast yes bert <laughs> tries to understand nakamura <laughs> that's you know? right that'd be as right. great as a promoter i knew trying to understand kaiju big battle yeah and talking to those
1: promoters um but, but in, in terms of, you know, in, in, do I get the appeal? I'm, I'm sure I do. But it's, it's I personally, you really it's, only not, have it's one not for is, me.
0: You only really have one moment of oppression from him.
1: It's not for me. Right. It, it, it wasn't okay. for me. I saw it and like, uh, but and you have
0: never seen any of his New Japan stuff. I didn't.
1: And, and, and almost, almost pur- purposely so. And Versus, I watched it afterward. Right. I watched it. Right. But it's the same. I mean, I don't, it, it's not for me. Okay. You know, other my favorite match on the card was the tag match with American Alpha, which is great. Which I is think that really, was an incredible match. match. Uh, I, I think that was just an incredible match. And two incredible athletes, emotion—I felt it. They wanted to win the prize. They won the prize. They showed the emotion. That was my right. favorite match of the right. night by far. That was a story,
0: and then versus story. the Nakamura was a exhibition. It was an exhibition. It was an exhibition of his talent. It insane. was an exhibition and a pretext. Right. Like everybody there has seen. Or Eclipse, or whatever oh, yeah. Nakamura in right. New Japan, and, 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 and
2: you you follow NXT like pretty regularly, I would say. Oh yeah, like the weekly show.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. I I I think I I don't know I Nakamura I think it, I can understand like in the sense of like his character is very like his character in the sense of like he has a lot of swagger like not to find like a better word in the right. sense and I think like he's you see that a lot with Japanese strong style wrestlers. Right. But he's taking it kind of into a different realm where he feels like he's almost like a rock star in a sense. And mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way I could personally describe his yeah. character. Um the you not know, understand Sami Zayn, I think is very interesting though. Um personally I think he's his I obviously I like Del Generico, but right. to me Sami Zayn's his most complex work, mm-hmm. you know. in a sense that it's himself and the I love the mentality of you know, yeah, plucky young baby face, but also a guy who's been working, you know, you know
3: oh,
2: sure. hard to be taken seriously by people. Yeah, I think
1: he's uh, he's being positioned as the new Daniel Bryan because you know they had oh, absolutely. Seen, they had not seen the Daniel Bryan thing coming for a few years now in terms of just, you know I'd say ever since the ever since Mania thirty, you know, the end was pretty much near for Daniel Bryan after it got hurt pretty much immediately after that. And it's like yeah. they had they had to have planned plan around that they had to have gotten say okay we got to fast track this guy now to be that guy and and you know it's one of those things where do I see him you know in, and we had this test with Ambrose at Mania do I see a Nakamura beating a Brock Lesnar conceivably believably do I see a do I see and, a Sami and Zayn I
0: don't think he did in New Japan
1: no but but so, do I see do I see a, a Sami Zayn beating a Brock Lesnar if Brock Lesnar was Highway Champion. Do I see it Believe No. You? It, no, it really see, stretches the realm I, of ag- imagination.
2: I could see him being a Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could see like that. Like, it
2: build properly. Like, Brock Lesnar obviously has been created to such a level where right. you need someone special to beat him. Me, right. as, as far as people currently in WWE right now, there's only two people who I could see that I could legitimately buy as of now that could beat Brock Lesnar. One is Nakamura just from his, you know the stuff that he's done in New Japan. Uh, the other is Samoa Joe. I think both of those guys have that, uh, that have, have gotten built in a way to where, and, and obviously Nakamura is fresh, but have been built in a way where I could, could see the least, see them taking down the top monster.
0: And that's a question too, because like, 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 Nakamura still needs to be sold to somebody like you. Have, who has oh, not, clearly, clearly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in what is he going to be in WWE? I mean, yeah. obviously he's going to be pretty much like what he was. But where, right. where, what is that from here? Um, I mean, is the guy going to cut some great promos? I don't know if that's going to work so yeah, well. It will. You know? I mean, I mean, I mean it, 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 that, and then what? Do the, what happens? Are they just let him come out, kick ass, and walk away? Yeah, it's like a important. Baron Corbin, right? You know?
1: yeah, yeah. I like the I like what they've done with Corbin. I mean, I think, and he's yeah. approved, he's approved in the ring. I think they presented him very well yep. as as a lone wolf kind of guy. I mean, I like the way they they presented him, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, maybe maybe I need some more time with Nakamura. Maybe I do, and I'll be the first one to admit that. You know, I'll, I'm more than willing to give people the 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 talent of benefit of the doubt in that well, regard.
0: I want I want to I want to I want to uh, soothe your thoughts. I a, I got a better way to put that. But uh, uh, <laughs> the, from from suit, the chat room, right? uh, Garza, our friend down uh, El Paso uh he, he says he wasn't a big fan of zane versus akamura but that's because he's an indie hipster and will bow down to will osprey and then um, <laughs> discussing uh, uh matt once it says he needs to get off the skinny brits and get with some strong style so there's also a style preference too because sure. you watch if you watch wrestle kingdom there's a lot of very different styles there that we don't see here in the states like this strong style thing. right right and really i can't think of anybody else that would be a proper representative but this is our introduction to strong style oh it is as, as has flourished in japan it is so so there's that too so there's going to be a little bit of a curve that and i think there's some people aside like oh this is my shit right here right when it when it comes to that right just like they see ring of arms like that's the kind of thing or they see skiddy brits like will osprey and say that's my shit right there right? but
1: i think also i think it also is a personal preference too like i said at the outset of the show, if not minutes before that, you know, I'm a I'm a mic work guy. I'm a character guy. I'm a I'm well, a totally. I'm a I'm a guy and that's just who I've always been. I've always been the right. guy behind the guys who go on the stick. The guys who right. can tell physically, verbally tell me a story.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what I've always i that's what I've always been behind.
0: If Nakamura <clears throat> translates his charisma yeah. in WWE, I think it'll be a pretty good you know, charisma like that. Like that face right there, that was back there. Um, Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> uh, charisma. You know that—that's definitely you know. Uh,
2: and, I, and I agree with you completely. I think the th- thats the thing I like about. I mean, I like, like I said, I liked El Generico when using was Honor, but I really love Sami Zayn more now. I wasn't necessarily even the big. I, I didn't. Disliked him, but I wasn't the biggest Kevin Owens fan in Ring, or fan right. in Ring right. of Honor. Kevin Steen fan in Ring of Honor. Now the stuff he's doing is Kevin Owens, I think, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I think AJ Styles, for example, is a great wrestler. But other than he was a part of Bullet Club, and that's the story they're going for right now. He doesn't really have like a character right on you. And I agree. I want, I want a mix of great wrestling and great character. Daniel Bryan. Right was considered to be so amazing, not just because he put on amazing matches, but was because he had that connection with the fans. And I think that is equally as important, if not more important. Right? Oh, right.
3: Right. Um,
2: right. And, and I can I definitely see your points on, on Nakamura insane. All I know, like, and obviously it's because of my past watching Nakamura, sure. but, like, Nakamura had his match this week against, like, Ty Dillinger.
3: Right. Mm-hmm, and, like, right. that
2: music hit, and I literally had chills. Like
0: like I felt my body like rushed with but, like chills. But like, whoa, hey, you better get that well. checked out. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but little things with Nakamura. Yeah. Like like I remember, there's the tweet from when that happened WrestleMania weekend from Ty Jones. He's like, you yeah, know, like, you can't be on you know, a ten, and Nakamura just responds, "I'm 11. Yeah. Right. Like like that. I think that's. And again, I don't know how that's going to translate on a microphone or anything. I don't know how great his English is. Last I knew he has a translator helping him yeah, out. Yeah. And that's you know? fine. And that which might, is, that who, might add which, to his which, mystique. Which is Finaki, by the way. You know, right. but but then again, if Finaki just comes out and translates for him, I think that would definitely help his carry. Right.
1: <laughs> and, on, and on the spectrum of, of of mic work and get guys over, yeah. you know, I'm instantly and I always was an XT too. Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Be- oh, best I mean beyond. You know, best non New Day act right now. Yes. Yeah. Be- because People get it. They got into it. They were they, I, they were they were brought along perfectly. We're going on enough for tangent here, but right, like I, again, I watching- can't
3: teach that.
1: <laughs> but it's per- but the one thing the one thing I'm surprised they have not done yet. Mm-hmm. Every time on WWE television so far, mm-hmm. they have cut to the crowd when they do the you can't teach that. Every single time, you don't actually see Enzo do that. Yeah. So you, you pick up on the crowds thing, but not once have they showed Enzo doing you can't teach that. So it's almost like it's almost like the primer at home. You have to trust that the crowd knows that. Yeah. Which is good because I think part of their vibe and, and they say that every time in the commentary, oh, they're the most popular NXT team you know, team in NXT history. Mm-hmm. And showing the crowd react to that is, is a good you know, visual and again, visual cue. As a casual- the other thing
2: the other thing is like when uh Cass does the whole soft thing, like he used to actually say it and now he'll just point the microphone up to them and the whole crowd will, oh, right. will say it for him. Uh it reminds me of like when um When The Rock was starting to get popular, and he would do those backstage pre-tape promos Mm -hmm. where he would do the millions and millions, and he has to trust that that crowd's going to say it.
0: Oh
1: yeah,
2: and isn't that an
0: interesting thing? Because now, like WWE, kind of when you have something like The Rock or these guys now, I feel like we haven't had this in years. Uh, yeah. to, to this effect it is and, 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 but 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 you have this inclusive thing like you're again we're going back to that you know who's that samoan guy right. watcher right. and be like wow look at twenty thousand people saying along with this one guy right like there's this inclusive thing and now you want to be part of that group and the fact that like enzo cast did that and had that mm-hmm. their first night walking right. out is incredible well, you
1: already knew i mean that's the thing That and, and i i i was Going back and forth with somebody before that, and like weeks ago, like four or five weeks ago, and I'm thinking, I really like these guys XT and the only time to credibly debut them is the night after mania mm-hmm. because you you're you're inherent you have an inherent audience of at least half the guys and half the people in that crowd know their shit we're there friday right
0: we're there Friday to watch them.
1: exactly exactly <laughs> or yeah or that too but they they't they like, even on I, the, they I, weren't even on the card friday i
0: I feel like Oh, they weren't. Well, they weren't were on. They weren't even on pre-show or anything.
1: I don't think. I, no, no
2: they—they've they, got a match with American Alpha next week. I think that's their last. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, last but they—they weren't on Takeover.
0: No, no, not on Takeover. But still, but that—that that crowd were, would have. Yeah, because I—I—I oh, yeah. I, I felt like they just transposed that entire crowd from Friday right. and put them on Monday. Well, that
1: one—that one, one Saturday. But even then, I, I was
2: going to say. Even then, they had them in Toronto. Yeah. In the uh, roadblock, which was basically a, right, a roadblock, glorified house. Right,
1: right, roadblock, right, exactly. Yeah, they they, yeah. they had that thing on roadblock, and they did. The, and they were over there, too, because mm-hmm. people, people know them. And I think that's, I mean, not only is it a great dynamic, you know, with Enzo and Cass now, mm-hmm. but you also have in your back pocket a year, year and a half, two years from now, pull the trigger on probably one of the best heel turns you're ever going to see when Cass is, you know, says enough.
2: Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no, you. You <laughs> hope. You hope not. You hope I not. Probably, but when I they do, hope,
1: I hope not. What they do? Oh God, he's going to be such a heel. <laughs>
2: yeah, he says
1: that.
0: Wow, wow. And you can't teach that. And you can't book that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has been fantastic. But I want to learn. I want to find out. Wait, wait. First of all, wheels. I know you've been <coughs> occupied there. Yeah, somebody looking yeah, over I'm your shoulder. I killed him. He's gone. I just, you know, do you or other wrestling promoters that happen to be on the premises, um, <laughs> um, happen to have any thoughts on Nakamura or uh, or whatever the hell else we were talking about?
4: Well, he said, like I said, he said Wendy Bell, and I mean, he was serious about that. No, and, we're not talking about Wendy. Bell, um, no. uh, being commentary would be good. <laughs> Oh. Hey, come on. She's quirky. She's smart. She's... Edgy, I will obviously.
0: counter that last part. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but uh Nakamura...
3: Yeah,
0: please let's talk about Nakamura. I don't, no, I don't
4: think Nakamura. he's caught Nakamura So to answer that. But me, I mean, I like Nakamura. It's not, he's not a bad wrestler. For commentary?
0: So. Oh, for... Nakamura <laughs> on no, commentary. Oh, no.
4: Yeah, I want to see him on commentary so I can go, what? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but... <laughs> but other than that, yeah, um, I think Nakamura is a great talent in everything, and I just said it earlier just to you guys and uh, Derek just now, that honestly I think Triple H, if he's letting these guys loose with this, with them being able to have their own characters, and because I've enjoyed past three weeks of Raw, mm-hmm. but obviously somehow the ratings aren't showing that though, so I don't know.
0: Oh, they're not, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but you can't deny that the crowd. No, you no, you no. can't deny the crowd said reaction. To him. I was like,
4: honestly, I think what it is is a lot of people that are on watching it on TV would rather be their live experience in that. because we've seen it. Me, you, no. Bert, Amen, all of us. Live crowds really matter, right?
1: And, and, well, and, and when they that they,
4: so.
2: I think also the ratings don't necessarily even detail how long they're sticking around.
1: Right. Like the the length
2: in which they'll watch raw for, I guess, so to speak. I would be more interested to see that compared to ones from like, say a month, two months ago.
1: And like previous raw, previous raws after mania though. I mean, we're back to the hardcore fans Mm -hmm. because think about mania, think about, think about mania and what happened and where we're at now. Yeah. You know, uh, Title match main event Roman Reigns Triple H one of them is never, not wrestling anymore Undertaker McMahon both of them aren't wrestling anymore yeah. one's one's not one's still on TV but right. they're not wrestling right. Ambrose Lesnar Lesnar's out right. right now now you push the reset button again with new people and, right. you know Taker Triple H Lesnar three people that everybody knows that people you know some people the casual fan knows the casual fan wants to see not on TV anymore yeah pure right yeah. so I mean and, now I mean, we're back to. Okay, now we're back to the hardcore fans with the, these are the guys that are It's Bales a little fans.
0: bit. I mean, it's a little bit like just like primetime TV. You're as good as your lead in, right? You know. I mean, exactly. I, yeah. Everybody got mad. Honestly,
4: when, I think what Derek even said, and I agree, is cut this, cut the three hours back to two, and I think you might have a little bit better. you know well, to be of fair, sponsorship out of
1: revenue.
0: Yeah, Money they, talks. that's that's where it's at there, and and they're not interested in. Uh, you're going to tune in for three hours anyways, right? If you're yeah, I doing a wrestling mayhem show.
1: I never say I never <laughs> say at uh, you know ten o'clock. Oh, I'm done. Uh, I can't watch anymore. after two hours, right? Because I'm I'm the fan that you know watches three hours.
0: I'm the guy that takes catnaps during the commercial breaks and set an alarm for three minutes so I can get back up and watch more. You <laughs> know did, what I mean, I
1: did fall asleep. speak of catnaps, I did fall asleep during a uh, Triple H Roman oh, Reigns. Oh no, I did. I, 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 caught, I caught myself falling asleep. That was a, long night. That was, that a was long, night. long night. that was a very long night. That was a very long night. Seven hours of wrestling. Uh, that's really yeah. That's a lot. A bit
4: more. I, I was surprised that I made it through seven hours of WrestleMania. I was just like shocked. Yeah. Because <laughs> I looked at the time like, wow, that actually went that fast and it was that long.
1: I felt yeah. worse because I had people at the house. <laughs> <And> I felt just <laughs> like, uh, as the host. Really? Like, oh, sorry. Because uh, right, there was no warning. There's was right. no warning.
0: That, like, oh, main event's going to be at
1: 11.15. Yeah. And 28 minutes long. And 28. Wow. As much as space. Austin said to or yesterday or today that you know, he commented about how long it, made it was. Wow.
0: Uh, anyways. It was a celebration. You gotta entertain those hundred thousand people. That's right. Forever. Um <laughs> was it uh then, now, forever for WWE's <laughs> catch right. Like they didn't mm-hmm. like they didn't realize how far they were gonna stretch that title. <laughs> Guys, what'd you learn from wrestling this week?
4: What did I learn from wrestling? I learned that even though a a rope may break, that crowd don't give a
1: damn. Nope. Nope, nope.
0: I can't wait to edit this thing. By the way, RWA Spring Fling. Look for it soon on indiewrestling.us.
1: Hashtag RWA San Francisco SF. But as if, as if, as if. As if. Oh, uh, SF. Oh, SF. <laughs> Made it. As if. Oh, my That's as a, if. That
0: was a weird character turn. <laughs>
1: But um, I learned <laughs> what, that, what uh, learned? well, go to me. I learned that uh, uh, I learned the value of improvisation, the, impro- the, the value of having fun uh, in wrestling from the live event at RWA. I don't think I've had more fun at a single event than I had this past Saturday. And that, because of all things happening, that's what makes wrestling magical uh, for me. It's that whole sequence of just improv. And that's what drew, that's what drew, drew me to the, for the past 31 years I've been watching. Stuff. You you, de- you never you never can predict what's going to happen. You can book it,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you, you can you know you could you know predetermine it, but you can never predict it. And, and I think that's Saturday's Saturday's proof of that.
0: You know, it's like um the, the 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 fun part of Saturday Night Live is it is live live yes right anything can happen people forget their lines exactly and 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 same with theater and same with pro wrestling right like a lot of the same aspects there exactly and I think that's what. You know, and we get excited, we're like ah, that was supposed to happen, right? Like, we want to see the catches, we want to see the breaks, so right. we want to see that kind of stuff, not the rope breaks, right? But, no, know, not the rope breaks. The, that, that, was, was the, that
1: was unfortunate, that was unfortunate. But,
0: Amen, what'd you learn?
1: Uh,
2: I learned from wrestling this week that, uh, you, if you ever get that moment where you feel like you know there's nothing that, that can happen that's worse, that, that, you, that you're at the complete bottom, don't worry. Because
1: your company could get bought by Nazi sympathizers. <laughs> That's right.
0: Explain, explain, please.
1: Oh, do I need to? Yes, um, you do.
0: Because I barely know this story, so, and so I was apparent, and I was apparently at the offices of Nazi sympathizers. this weekend. <laughs> so I took a picture in front of. I took. I took the the, the memeable picture in front of TNA's <laughs> offices in Nashville <laughs> on, so, on, on, so on the Wednesday.
2: Rumors. The rumors were swirling that TNA was – Panda Energy didn't have TNA any longer Mm -hmm. uh, and that they were being – that they were selling the company to to whatever the top buyer was. Um, They actually were sold apparently, according to reports, uh, to uh, um, the production – the top heads of production right now for TNA, uh, which are the Harris Brothers. Yes, Sorg, those Harris Brothers. Really? Like like Don and Ron Harris. Okay, okay, thank you. Like 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 uh, uh, DoA. Okay. Like Creative Control from WCW.
1: Yes. Okay. The Blue Brothers. We can go on.
2: (laughs) We can go on and on. Right. Um. But yeah, they apparently own TNA now. They own TNA. Wow. And I I say that they were Nazi sympathizers because immediately I saw a thing of someone posted like. Apparently one of them's got like a swastika tattoo or right. something. Right,
1: I knew that. I never, I didn't know the 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 link between them buying TNA, but I knew one of them had did have that that you know on them. But um, yeah, that's funny. Oh wow. So yeah. So wow. Um, <laughs> ain't uh, wrestling fun? Ain't
2: mm-hmm. wrestling
0: fun. Hey, um, I. Le- Jeez, your um, turn. You know what I learned? I learned I um I dropped the name Jerry Lawler in in just casual conversation in the part in in, in Nashville, and nobody like they know exactly who Jerry Lawler is. Like it's not it's like saying Hulk Hogan, sure, like down there, sure. Because uh, it was actually I was at the Dukes of Hazard Hall of Fame <laughs> uh, museum. I paid the five bucks and I got a picture in the generally because nice. I grew up on the damn Dukes of Hazard. That's right. It. Do they have the
1: shrine to Koi and Vance?
0: Who? Koi Advance. Vance. Koi and Vance. It's called Cooters. What?
1: No, Koi what and Vance. The year that The year that Bo and Luke held out in real life, and they had to put Koi and Vance in as the substitute Bo and Luke Duke?
0: No, I didn't see anything about that. What? Also not brushed up on my Duke history. I mean, I grew up on it, but then I've really detached ever since, right. to be quite honest. Right. So, but- Koi Coy Advance were great.
1: They expected people to buy them as the Bo and Luke Duke. They were like wow. the go-bots of the... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> of The Duke boys? Did They replace Daisy? No, no I don't think they did. Uh, this, is, this is another just, podcast. Yeah. This is a whole other podcast. She'd have a contract but, issue, apparently.
0: But we were talking about because I saw like like there was a Duke Fest or something, and there were like hundreds of of General Lees and everything, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you know, how many of these are there? I saw the picture in there, and I, I mentioned about because I had recently listened to a Jerry Lawler interview with, on one of those podcasts where he talks about how he got his Batmobile. Right, and I said, "Yeah, there was a guy that was making them, and that's how Jerry Lawler got his or something." I know that's not the complete story, but um, and and she and then you know didn't even bat an eye, you know, She's like yeah, you know Jerry Lawler's, you know, and that that was like a weird cool moment, mm-hmm. and and like you know, I would hesitate to say yeah, Jerry Lawler, blah blah blah, but I, like I just it, it slipped out, and I was in the right place, <laughs> and I was amongst the right people, and that was that was just kind of a really cool interesting uh moment for me um on, on my trip this last week so so there you go also completely missed wrestling the wrestling oh i talked about it at the beginning i can't remember if it was on air or off air i talked about that but but i don't know uh didn't need to see jeff jarrett again but um anyways from the facebook uh from the facebook there it is hello uh we had from jen carlins uh dean ambrose uh really really loves plants it's particularly that plant he does yeah. that is like he really likes that plant. that is my favorite thread of the ambrose asylum hey wait shane hold this please um, chris larusso friend of the show who actually yeah. his interview will be airing on this week's uh indie mayhem show uh shortly after his match with tatanka oh ah, yes so that was a pretty cool conversation he had uh, we 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 all can get along he says after some technical difficulties at the uh ring of honor dojo the ROH tryout camp moved to Bristol, PA, to the world-famous Monster Factory. The Monster Factory was more than accommodating and uh, was able to put up the entire camp on less than 12 hours' notice. Wow! Amazing to see two schools work together for the benefits of the wrestling world as a whole. Shout-outs to Danny Cage of the MF Monster Factory and Hunter Johnson of ROH uh, for being great coaches and leaders and setting an example for all to follow. That's awesome. Uh, Matt and Mike also learned that I'm uh, pretty sure Barbie made a Sasha Banks doll. There's a picture here over on the Facebook. I am not able to pull up, but, yes, it looks a lot like Sasha Banks. Um, Alex cars learned that WWE creative had no idea how they want the uh, golden truth angle to be resolved. I don't know. It's just
1: kind of there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're, they're, they're result, the result of them. Uh, not
1: knowing how to resolve it. Let's just add Fandango. Yeah. <laughs> it sure. works. It uh, works. Let's
0: get weird. Um and also Bo- 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 Bobby of J Town learned that uh, he wants uh, to find a third Bella that was locked in the attic of their childhood home. Only for it to come out and total Bella's her name is Zoop Bella and she resembles Rachel Drash's character from SNL with a baby arm coming out of her head and there's a link to that. Um yeah, so total total bellas is a thing? Sure. I guess so. Whatever. I, well, we see can't... when I
2: read that I was like, Oh, that's how they're gonna spin the show because of them dropping the Divas moniker. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna make it about the Bellas, which is fine. I mean yeah. it's totally cool. But apparently, they're still doing Total Divas. Right. It's just they have a separate sideshow now.
0: This is the third hour of Raw equivalent of Total Divas.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. This Isn't... is this is
2: NXT
1: Total
0: Divas. <laughs> this is this is Total Divas Legends
1: House. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. God. Alumni. It, it is because I mean
0: these are all the people that aren't doing anything.
1: Like right. listen, wait say, a minute,
0: Total Bellas.
2: Total Bella kind of intrigues me because <laughs> just from the promotional photo alone, hey, because just, it's obviously yes. and Nicky and their respective boyfriends. Having to be
0: Daniel Bryan so, and John freaking Cena. Cena. Yeah.
2: Also, their mother and her husband, John Laurinaitis.
1: Yeah, right, right. <laughs>
0: all about people power. Like, I hope they live in a house together, like like and, that and, house and, picture. is what it is.
2: And the other one is her brother and uh, his brother's wife. Who, from the promotional photo, I thought was a third Bella. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a third Bella that we don't know about.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? I can't get the picture in high enough resolution to determine she's that, that she's a real right? person. It
2: looks like a third Bella.
0: Like <laughs> there was a third Bella back into the left, like literally on that <laughs> staircase. <laughs> right. Jeez. Um. On that note. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh I don't think anybody learned anything in the channel. Yes, uh Matt Carlin's just learned that top rated Australian wrestlers on Cagematch.net is Peyton Royce. Ah, It's oh, right. been popping up. Garza will now tell us how great she is. <laughs> there was a conversation about um um, why Brit, the Brit wrestling is so hot right now, and where's the next thing coming from, Australia? I mean, you had to be there. Live at com every Tuesday night about 8 p.m. Eastern time, and until w- whenever the hell we damn well please, <laughs> apparently. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and, of course, com for all the stuff. Subscribe to the show. Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow at MayhemShow on Twitter, WrestlingMayhemShow on the Facebook and Facebook group. A lot of great conversation including a lot of those, uh, what we learned from wrestling that I I shared this evening. So a lot of good stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, old school, Bert Legran.
1: Pleasure as always. Thank you for coming back. This is great. Yes. I enjoyed having me on again. Uh, is that a threat that's a threat oh right. i have a microphone yeah. on show, so i can just you know it is out. true yeah not stop, next month though stop
0: but. throwing sorgatron media on the under the bus what? by the way what
1: are you talking you're
0: about you're healing me out i thought we were, we were letting people film I, You said
1: don't feel don't put i power. i you can ask you can ask uh Dobbs, you can ask uh, missy i i soft my stance last show no, good I did.
0: good I did. stop we wanted to buy the dvds yes. stop making us look bad <laughs>
1: Ben, the bin of DVDs. The bin of DVDs. The bin of DVDs. <laughs> DVDs I was there. I was, I was told. I was told to promote the. I was told to promote the bin of DVDs at the last show. And it was a stack of DVDs on the table. The the in the paper sleeves. No bin. <laughs> so it was a theoretical bin of DVDs.
0: All right. We're going to have to work with our marketing department, apparently. Uh, um,
1: the, yes, the, the, do you, do the you want mo- a DVD? Mo- I mean, have mo- I, I, no, I, I have the March DVDs the on my desk one. upstairs. Ooh, they're, yeah. they're still there.
0: they were ready to go. March to victory? March to victory. There it is. Just sitting on my desk. Shame uh, on you, Sorg. I just... <laughs> me?
4: I don't know. I just thought I'd blame you. Sure.
1: He's here.
0: Can- Hot Wheels. Blame in the way. Over at RWA. Uh, live.com. <laughs> Hot Wheels, RWA Sound Guy to the stars, the Running oh, Game Wrestling man. Alliance. And of course, uh, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling.
2: Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Good friend. He's uh, wow, so, not so, talking so, now. Good friend. I didn't know what to say. He's trolling well, you. Inspire uh, fri- Pro Wrestling. Yes? we got a show this weekend. Go oh. do it. It'll be fun. It's in Austin, Texas. I'm Go sure, check us out. I'm
0: sure we'll talk about it more on Indie Mayhem show uh, later on. So go check that out. That would be episode uh, 116. You want to check that out. With Booker T, Chris Russo, and RJ City talking about Donald Trump and potatoes. Um, if that doesn't get you to listen. That's right.
1: I don't know what will. I'm staying right here.
0: You're staying right here? He's not going to right be here. here. But okay. I know,
1: but still. But still. I can listen princ- from here. In
0: principle. I got my headphones on. There you go. There you go. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you to our chat room. Matt Carlin's Garza, Bobby of town so many more throughout the night. Juggalo John, tell us about being taught by Shane Douglas back in the day. See you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. You guys are cool.